Hello and welcome back to Living Free with RP. Today we got AJ Manoja, all the way from India, and what he has to deal with on a daily basis in India is much different than what we are all used to. So please enjoy this next episode with AJ's journey. Alrighty, I want to just uh, thank you for taking the time out today. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Hi, <laughs> ah, you're very welcome. So, just introduce yourself to everybody, uh, who you are and where you're from, and just a little bit about your family. Okay, so um, I'm Ajay from India, and uh, I originally stay in a city called Faridabad, near to the Indian capital, Delhi. And uh, since last four years, uh, I've been staying in Mumbai, um, the financial capital of India. And uh, I work with a leading German bank in their credit risk vertical as a senior credit risk analyst. And uh, I have RP, because of which uh, I have almost 100% blindness. Um, uh, I did my post-graduation in business management around uh, five years ago and then uh, I recently last year uh, completed the Chartered Financial Analyst Certification from CFA Institute USA and uh, I apparently became one of the four Indian blind persons to complete the certification and uh, the first blind person to receive their charter. Awesome. And when did you uh, get diagnosed? Um, I got diagnosed as early as uh, when I was two years old. So um, uh, I was born with extreme low vision till 2011, probably um, around 19 years of age, I could see enough to read and write in Good lighting conditions, like say sunlight or table lamp. Sunlight is in, uh, you know, it's in abundance here in India. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that used to be very helpful, uh, be it in winters, be it in summers as well. And then uh, uh, slowly, um, it, like later on, the ophthalmologist did acknowledge that I had started putting some undue stress on my eyes because of which the degeneration was quite rapid and uh, in the beginning of 2012 uh, I became almost 100% blind wow 
So you say that. So at two years old, you obviously probably don't remember getting that diagnosis. But at what age do you actually remember, like, knowing that you had it? Like, and how did you feel about that? Um, pretty pretty early in my life because, uh, yeah, I forgot to tell about my family. My family stays in my hometown, Faridabad. I have uh, my parents and I have two elder sisters. Uh, the eldest one is 10 years older to me. Uh, she is a person with perfect eyesight as of now. Uh, the other mm-hmm. one who is around seven years older to me, she also has the same eye condition. So um, while I was five and six, I was, I was conscious of the um, <clears throat> uh, condition of something that, you know, uh, if, if say, my dad will throw the ball, uh, my eldest sister could fetch, uh, uh, my friends from, say, kindergarten could fetch, could fetch that, but I could do that. I couldn't, similarly, I couldn't see a lot of things. I could, uh, all the faces used to look the same to me. So I could identify faces. Uh, I couldn't see well inside when it's, like, not very well lit. So the realization was quite early. And uh, of course, because I had an elder sister, so like, and she was, by that time she was around 13, 14 or so. So she was uh, pretty much aware of the challenges. So yeah, and even my parents for that matter. So they they knew as to, you know, what I will be able to see and what I won't be able to see. When it comes to the realization, how did I feel? Um, honestly, at that time, things are more transactional. You don't, uh, um, you know, at that age, I don't think you introspect too much. So it was more no, like, no. why can't I play with uh, these kids or why can't I play cricket? Uh, cricket Cricket is a big obsession in India. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. why can't I play cricket like, like them? Why don't I get to see the ball? And uh, why can't I bike on the road? on my own so you know those right. are things or why do suddenly I find myself bumping into things yep yep so how do you feel about it now now um, I would say I won't say I feel happy and powered I won't glorify the condition but at the same time you know uh, it's it's worthwhile mentioning that after 2011 when I actually saw started losing whatever vision I had, I had a very unusual sense of calm because uh, by that time in my late teenage, I had realized that, um, you know, it's very difficult to be a person with extreme low vision. It's easier to be, it's easier to be blind than a person with low vision. I don't know about uh, other social setups, but in India, that was definitely the case because you are you are not counted in any of the groups. And that is honestly not a very nice feeling. People expect you to do quite a lot of things which you're not able to do. And then you also feel shy in, uh, or you know, you fail to accept that you cannot see. So you say, you say that I can't see very well, but that very well thing is, I don't think it's very well defined. <laughs> so um, when I lost the vision, I felt very calm and I was like, okay, now the identity is much more clear. I'm free to, you know, do whatever I want to do. 
at least I have a way. Okay, now I have to do with the way how persons with blindness do it, rather than figuring out. Okay, that's how the ones who see who do it, and that's how the ones who are blind who do it, and mm-hmm. finding out a middle way, which is most in most of the cases it doesn't exist. So, uh, I had an unusual sense of calm, and then. um i was in the last year of my graduation i was very much focused that you know i have to break this uh, although i was not very protected by my parents but still they used to look out for me quite often and always used to wonder you know i have to become independent so and if i have to in so in india majority of uh, persons with blindness go for government jobs i never like that thing i don't despise uh, any job for that matter but i always wanted to uh, work with uh, work in the private sector so it's like i want to do an mba uh, business management so and if i want to do that um, only best colleges because if you find a reasonably good company through the campus placements here in india it's good but otherwise mm-hmm. it becomes difficult so i was like you know uh the best college and the best college definitely not in my hometown so i'll have to live outside so at that time uh, that was the first time when i realized i need to go independent and now um, you know i stayed for a couple of years in the hostel came back home worked uh, out of delhi for around 6 months and then again since last 4 years living in mumbai so uh, i f- i would say i feel pretty empowered i'm like no yeah mm-hmm. able to do most of the things on my own oh yeah i'd like to actually add what i what you were mentioning saying that when you were when you're visually impaired it's like you're the uncool kid so you're the loner there's the there's yeah. i always describe it as saying as yes the people who are sighted are the cool kids and then yes. the people who are blind are like the nerds and we're kind of yeah. we're, we're we're the loners yes. we're the ones at the table yes. just sitting there and we don't know where we really belong or, uh, exactly. we think we can hang exactly. with these kids we want to hang out with these kids but we also might want to hang out with the with the nerds too you yeah. know and <laughs> so and it's yeah. uh, but the nerd but obviously we're not accepted by even either group and so i always say when you're i feel like even though it's i, I know it's got to suck to be blind but i feel like once you're blind that's it now you, you you get your skills you get more can go wrong and then yeah yeah you're just not <laughs> blinder like yeah once you're there you get your skills and now and now you're able to like you said go and do things as a blind person you have a, and, you have and, a walking and stick uh, a cane which does most of the talking so most of the times you don't have to tell that you're not blind yeah right so cuz if i have to be like i'm still on that purpose. I'm still in that gray area, you know, where it's like I have sight, I could do things. I I still try to do them as, you know, a sighted person would. Yeah. But then when, you know, but there are also things obviously I, that I can't do, you know, like driving and yes. things like that. Yes. So people, I mean, people might look at me and be like, I thought you said, oh, "Wait a minute, are you blind or are you? I'm like, "Well, no, I'm not I'm not blind, <laughs> but like, well, yeah. but you can't do this." I'm like, "No, I can't do this, but but I could still do it's it's such a it's it's really tough yeah being i think in that like you said that middle right, yeah. so trying yes. to figure out where yes. you want to go and you know i'm i'm with you on that cuz you're apprehensive about doing things because 
people are just going to ask you questions like, oh, why can't you do this? And I thought you could do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then you have yeah. to sit there and describe everything. And no. So, yeah. Being like, okay, I'm this. I'm blind. And people know that. So what? Now yeah. I'm good. <laughs> now we're good. <laughs> no, it pretty uh, much comes away. Now I'm blind. So what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, what What do you like to do? Like, what are your, um, what are your interests? So, um, I won't know. You have associated blindness with being a nerd. Uh, although <laughs> a lot of my blind as well as sighted friends call me one. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> I mean, a uh, couple of finance degrees don't come if you are not a nerd. So, <laughs> so um, I have been a nerd. But so the Nothing first hobby is definitely to read quite a lot on finance, on technology. And uh, um, in 2010, rather, uh, I had made a very nice decision. Uh, now, when I look back, uh, which was to rebel against the usual order and to, you know, make uh, and to do something the nerd's way and not the cool guy's way or not any middle way because I was like, that's faster. So in 2009, I got to know when I was in, say, 12th standard, the last year of my high school. So I got yeah. to know that, uh, okay, there's this talking software, JAWS and all that stuff, you know, which enables yeah, you to use yeah, a computer. Yeah, my mom had that. Okay. So I got to know that. And then uh, the ophthalmologist had also said that, you know, uh, this guy should see, focus more and more and then his eyesight should. You know, it, the more it's used, the more it will develop. Uh, of course, by my teenage, it was not the case. And, uh, you know, my family was very reluctant to initially accept that I want to use a computer the blind person's way. They were like, your eyesight use will be completely, you know, you, you, you won't be using your eyes at all, uh, which may, uh, which is not a nice thing. I was like, as long as it gives me enough speed, efficiency, I don't care. I want to learn it this <laughs> way. And come right. 2012, I, along with my entire family, are thanking the stars. And, you know, that moment when I had taken that decision, because by the time I became completely blind, I was, uh, I would say, I already knew that skill quite well uh, of uh, being comfortable with assistive technology, which probably people find it very difficult to master afterwards. Right. That's so, that's smart. so that was the decision. And then uh, um, it became definitely my hobby uh, apart from finance. Finance became like afterwards when I joined a business school and all that, all that. But before mm -hmm. that, much before that, assistive technology and technology in general, and then uh, reading books. And now, since last one year, uh, since particularly since the time I've completed my CFA, I was like, you know, um, um, not that I don't want to study, but I was like, uh, become a bit of a geek rather than a nerd. So, <laughs> <laughs> a cool kid. <laughs> so, ah, yes. um, in Mumbai, we have... Uh, for five months back have started tandem biking so i go on tandem biking um my first ride was uh like around a stretch of uh 200 kilometers in two days i did not ride the entire 200 kilometers i rode 50 
on each side around 100 kilometers in couple of days so you know uh, on a tandem bike with a hilly terrain and you know on highways and this and that it was an empowering experience i mean i just cannot describe the first time when i rode a bike because i had never done that because i couldn't see enough since beginning to actually uh, ride a bike independently so that was a big thing for mm-hmm. me say i did it in july last year then of course there was no looking back now on an average uh, we started meeting every week we became like a cycling club kind of a gang uh, we used to cycle <laughs> nice through entire mumbai's coastline and here and there and there and here at least 60 kilometers 70 80 kilometers in one stretch in the morning so it used to be quite cool and we still have been doing it now of course now the pandemic so <laughs> no one is doing it oh, yeah, yeah. and in january uh, i did my uh, first um, you know running kind of thing like i experimented with running so i did run i won't say a half marathon a quarter marathon i would say rather <laughs> okay so around 10 kilometers marathon i ran this january which was my first one so yeah oh, nice. focus towards fitness so firstly uh, hobbies i would say a bit of finance reading stuff technology and then yeah some outdoor sports like tandem biking running and all that have you do they have anything in ways of guides for running and stuff out where you are yes we have a good club so uh, you know um mumbai as a city is very forthcoming um we generally have a lot of whatsapp groups mainstream whatsapp groups where we are also a member and uh, we do post the requirement of say lead cyclists or you call we call them as pilots and uh, yeah, they yeah. do come out of a curiosity and then they find it so nice because a tandem bike is definitely more empowering than an individual one and of course they have this sense of uh, satisfaction as well that you know um, they're riding with someone who potentially won't have uh, done this had they won't have been there so these couple of uh, uh, i would say emotions enable us to get more and more guides although situation is oh, not definitely. the same in any other city in india mumbai is a class apart thing so okay. yeah that happens no, i won't tandem bike is awesome been any time short of guides or say pilots hmm. now i like the, the great thing about a tandem bike is you don't have to worry about steering or anything all you got to do yeah. is pedal yeah oh, i love that but then again you have to also trust though the pilot you have to trust the person that definitely. is in charge of definitely. all that there's definitely and there's communication there's a lot of communication involved in that um i get a traffic like in there you so. have quite a lot of localized issues like uh the other day when we were riding uh it was a night ride and it was probably our first night ride and uh, you know we are very excited it was around 2:30 around 3 a.m. okay that ungodly hour obviously mumbai never sleeps so we won't say we were alone all alone on the road but uh, we were four guys like I was with a the guy there was one lady who was with another female uh pilot so we were two tandem bikes and suddenly what we see ahead almost 15 stray dogs sure 
and all of them behaving as if you know we have actually invaded in their territory so <laughs> my guide was like and i i'm an, i i'm i'm quite scared of stray dogs especially stray dogs and i i don't hate them but i'm just scared of them so gotcha my guide was like i know you're scared of them but if you flinched okay if you flinched definitely these are 15 dogs even i won't be able to do anything please sit yeah. me i'll make sure we'll pass <laughs> luckily i didn't play oh, so okay you go <laughs> right, yeah. do they offer any type of uh, what about um what about guide dogs and stuff out there no in india there are no facilities of guide dog one there is no training mechanism at all there hasn't been uh, uh, any school which has started this until it's practically very difficult because people don't follow traffic signs much and uh, you have quite a lot of street uh, stray dogs in on the on the streets which becomes very difficult to you know actually go and walk around with a guide dog oh wow in 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 a so, like india uh, sorry to interrupt you yeah. in a country like no, no, india okay. you have too many distractions for a guide dog too many oh oh wow never thought about that hmm. <laughs> yeah so i uh, named some questions that you often get that you'd say about your vision that bother you mm. you know classic stuff like hey can you see the like when you were young like me when you still had sight like do you remember things that used to bother you that maybe people always asked you about or said yes of course uh, one most irritating thing used to be like people used to um, even random kids used to wave fingers in front of me how much is this and it was like <laughs> bloody hell i don't know yeah <laughs> and even if i even if i can identify i won't tell you yeah right yeah i know what you're trying to do <laughs> and otherwise you know in in class of course you are the easy prey so at times someone will hit you from behind and will run away i then had developed a super super kind of a catching mechanism one time one time i especially remember a funny incident guy was just uh, slapping me and teasing me from behind and then when he was about to get away i got hold of his shirt and his shirt ripped open <laughs> he never bothered me again he, he was like i'll take it to principal i was like okay let's go I, i'll also tell him what, what you have been doing since last few months so let's go yeah we we yeah let's do this <laughs> so let's go. Yeah, I was thinking it must be tough for like those of you know those people who you know, who unfortunately lost more sight like when they were in school. I was for you know I was fortunate enough where that you know wasn't an issue, but I can only imagine how you know we all know how obviously how bad kids can be. So now adding not being able to see in that mm. into that mix now you're the, now you're truly the most difficult kid. part of my life was school because. Uh, of course i didn't know where did i where do i belong where did i belong at that time one thing and second mm-hmm. um you know um i was in a school which you generally find in say suburbs not a very polished and a very modern kind of a school why suburbs because that was quite closer to my home one reason two um no other school was actually ready to have a kid with blindness or say visually impaired kid study with the study 
in or from their school and three um you know uh my homework used to be mostly handled by my mom and they were more comfortable in our uh, local language hindi rather than english so um probably will be a uh, lot of people are still amazed to know that uh, i started reading writing and speaking in english only when uh, i finished my high school from say my college days uh, before that english as a subject it was there but i had all other subjects be it science be it uh, mathematics be it um, then uh, accountancy economics everything i used to study in hindi oh, wow. so the, can you uh, read braille and all that no because uh, at that time I, my vision was reasonably okay and afterwards i was uh, good with computers so i didn't feel any need to serve braille and stuff oh, okay but uh, i you know i am making an attempt to learn braille because it has its own advantage especially now in the finance community when i have to give a lot of presentations braille definitely helps oh okay cool so do you have a lot of uh, wet floor signs out in india mm, honestly no No, so you don't you don't know the struggle of uh knocking them over and all that? <laughs> no. We have those in uh, say in the modern office buildings and malls nowadays, but uh, mm-hmm. during our college days and school and all, uh, there was nothing like a wet floor sign. Oh wow. So what, what in you, India you have your own uh, you have your own struggles say while walking you can be stepping over a stray dog oh yeah right once yeah. <laughs> once once um i in like when i was uh, around say in 11th standard one year before i finished my high school uh, my mom earlier she used to pick up uh, like uh, be responsible for picking me up and dropping me to the school but afterwards you know it was an arrangement that i'll come alone because i should practice uh, make use of whatever vision i have so my friends used to uh, uh, drop me till one particular lane and from that lane till my house i used to be on my own and one day uh, the cow was say white it was not like a very dark in color i couldn't see that it was a day with uh, mist i mean it was typical like a like an august day which was not very sunny and the cow was quite stationary i didn't see that and before i realize i'm between a, i'm in a, a cow is in front of me and a bull is on my back <laughs> Oh, on my back on on my back side i was like and i'm actually trapped between the two i mean one is standing oh, in wow. front of me the other one is standing at the back i was like you know <laughs> then my friend <laughs> you know some someone passing from the road he was like why are you disturbing them man please please come here otherwise you'll be reduced to pieces i was like yeah <laughs> so oh, <wow>. yeah. <laughs> that was a very difficult situation i was been i, I was in and uh, afterwards uh, i didn't cross that lane all alone <laughs> and jeez uh, oh, yes so you have your own uh, issues there you know a lot of people um 
I used to get down from the we we use like shared auto rickshaws. It's like a three wheeler kind of a, a vehicle which can sit yeah. seat almost like ten people at times. Yeah, no auto rickshaws. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, I used to get down at a particular lane to get to my college. Uh, it was just like a 10, 15 meters walk from there. Um, one day I did not, I did, I didn't have to go to college. I was, I got down one lane before that because I had to wait for a friend at that place. And then at least 10 guys, uh, like those who regularly drive rickshaws on that route, they come to me and tell in their own language, uh, I'll tell in English that, you know, this is not the usual lane. Let us drop you there. Let us drop you there. I was like, no, I'm waiting for someone. Oh, that's fine. I won't charge you anything. I was like, no, no, I'm waiting for someone. Don't worry. So in India, you have extremes. Some people will say that, you know, charging anything from you is a big, is a very, very big sin. We cannot do that. And some of them will be like, uh, you know, I once had um, in Mumbai. I was traveling with a uh, in a in a rickshaw, and that guy was like, you know, uh, the fare is one fifty rupees. It's like it cannot be more than a hundred, maybe a hundred and ten, because uh, I know how much does that cost. Uh, it was a meter. I couldn't read it. I called the security guard. He's like, it's hundred and ten. I was like. Um, I know I cannot, hmm. but I'm definitely not dumb. Uh, I'm, I mean, I won't. I don't want to say dumb, but I'm like, I def. I, I definitely understand things. So you know, um, <laughs> this this dishonesty doesn't help. And then no, no, you know, people trying to take advantage of you. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't be seen here. From next time, I'll I'll complain in the society, and I definitely did that. Oh, jeez. I was thinking that also, yeah, probably being uh, when you start, you know, once you start more on the blind side, you got people who are gonna take advantage of you. They do at times, you know. Um, we have a culture of say cleaners and cooks here. Mm -hmm. So one time when I was staying there, um, we use something like a ghee if you're aware. So um, you know, it's it's one it's it's uh, what should I say? Uh, the another form of butter so uh, one day I bring a box and after 15 days it's no longer there it's like one kg is of it where has it disappeared and I told my cook I was like uh, this at least lasts for around 30-40 days she's like no I've not done anything it's like it's okay you have not done anything I just want to see the box uh, which is the empty box it's like I've thrown it away. Like from next time onwards, I'm not saying you have done or you haven't done anything. Next time onwards, even if you have to throw a paper, you'll show it to me or you'll keep it for my inspection before you throw it. So <laughs> that kind of things happen. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. So in Mumbai, I live with a couple. I share my flat with a couple of other guys. I'm the one who generally keeps track of groceries and stuff. And oh, okay. uh, I actually know one bag of rice lasts for how much and one bag of sugar lasts for how much. So uh, I do tell my <laughs> oh, oh, this is over so early. Or uh, you haven't, you you seem to be not putting too much sugar in our uh, milk and stuff. 
I can tell we have we have this much sugar now. Strike off just everything. I know I would never think to have that type of like knowledge to to you know know that like okay this is this bag of rice lasts you know you know thirty days or whatever again like I wouldn't even think to to like know that like to yeah. But it just helps because you know, um, although you can afford luckily whatever you want to, but at the same time, you shouldn't be taken advantage of. No, right, you're true. Yeah, that's, that's that that comes in handy knowing that hey, you know, I know this lasts this long, and I know I bought it like you know this day yeah, because this is a signal. That's not um, possible. Uh, those people, if they learn something wrong from you, they will do the same thing with tens and hundreds of others. Yep, definitely. It's sad that that those there's people out there like that that would take advantage of you know and you know knowing the yeah. situation and things like that. And some situations but, have been really good. Um, I have been Mumbai is ruthless when it comes to rains. I have been helped by total total strangers to you know completely to drop me completely off their route uh, because you know they were worried that how will this blind guy get to his home this. Rain and all that. Uh, total stranger serving me food when there was no electricity in my building and uh, it was rain and uh, I and my flatmate were alone. So That's you know, awesome. so it's a very helpful country as well. On every train station, before I even uh, make an attempt to walk, I will see someone or the other come forward and would ask me mm-hmm. where do you want to go, and that person will definitely drop me there. Oh, okay. So Mumbai is kind of like the. Would you consider it like the New York City of yes, exactly. India? Yes. Okay. Because I was, saying, cause the, I was thinking the same Washington thing happens. Will, uh, yeah, Washington will be more like say Delhi, and San okay. San Francisco probably would be like Bangalore. Okay. Yeah, because I know uh, New York tends to get a bad rap too. But I, like you said, I tend to I find really nice people every time i go out there to i run the new york city marathon and i always i always find people that help me you know strangers help me get to my hotel or you know they giving up their seat for me in a train you know to so i can yeah. sit down and, and so, that's uh, uh, or get me to my train yeah here so you know um they 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 they're like they they will give you what happened they actually as soon as they see you, they vacate their seats. It's like, uh, don't keep the disabled waiting in the line. Mm-hmm. So in the airports or in anywhere for that matter, it just happens that, you know, uh, they're like, these persons should get the things first. So that's that's pretty much the culture here. Although that comes out of sympathy, which shouldn't be the mm-hmm. case. But uh, at times it's good. At times it's good, at times it's not good. It's a mixed bag, but oh, yeah, I mean, we do enjoy. Now, how common is, I mean, are say blind, are there, are there a lot of blind people in India where you are? Or, or yes, not? quite a lot. So in my cycling club, there are a lot of them. I volunteer with an NGO. Uh, we conduct like monthly, say, knowledge sharing sessions, say, uh, you know, a small seminar kind of a thing, speaker session kind of a thing, experiential learning program where we take other blind persons 
say to experience something say a museum or something uh, or uh, any other part one audio described movie that thing is quite new in india as of now and uh, some sessions be it on technology be it on last session was on something related to the laws and stuff disability related laws so quite a lot of blind people we have many okay. facebook groups uh india specific whatsapp groups and uh, mumbai seem to be very active like their blind people are very very active so we do hang out say you want to go to a pub you want to go to a restaurant where you know you will just have uh, tea and vegetarian food <laughs> or Mm. go to a place, <laughs> uh, a very swanky bar kind of a place will will say you know drink you'll dance and do all sort of party so we do that also oh nice now do other people have rp or is it just a various like um, have you met other people at least that have rp or is it mostly various other type of RP. conditions that most of them rp but some of them okay. have conditions as well i would say rp oh, right. is the greatest percentage that's got to feel good though. It's nice to have somebody else that you could uh you know talk to and relate to yes. especially in person. So that's uh yes. that's awesome. Yes. Cuz uh, I always find that nobody else really gets our jokes and and our sense of humor of sometimes course. and of course. Uh, certain things that happen to us and they, you know so it's nice to have somebody be like, "Oh, this, has this happened to you before?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's what So <laughs> let me tell you a funny uh, let me tell you a funny anecdote now. So hey, um Um, I was with a group of uh, uh, say around 11 12 blind persons and uh, most of them had separated four of us were walking and uh, I was like I was there when another guy was there another lady was there and her sister was there who could see so mm-hmm. uh, you know um, we were at an amusement park and afterwards we had to uh, we had to conduct a meeting there uh, so we were like we'll have a, we'll have our rides fun lunch post which we'll conduct our meeting at a, at the at the hall so um i was i don't know where i was i was lost in a trance and uh, the chain started moving so i also started moving with them you 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 understand the chain thing right because there are three blind persons guided by a single person so we were just walking one after yeah, another yeah yep yep so the chain started moving so do i so did i and then i entered a place which was completely air conditioned it was carpeted and everything it was not smelling or sounding like anything like a loo i was like uh, uh, oh the meeting place is so uh, so nearby like This is a loo man this is not a meeting place I was like shit <laughs> <laughs> I was like we don't kind of we don't do that kind of meetings here for which we are here as of now <laughs> and those guys actually pulled my leg on that incident even now <laughs> this is not a meeting place right <laughs> because that 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 was feeling anything but like a lavatory it was not smelling like one like uh not you just thought it was nice you're like oh this is a nice place this is really nice <laughs> it was completely neutral 
when it comes to <laughs> it was cup based, yeah. which is quite unlikely when it comes to Indian lavatories. No, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't think that was a bathroom either. I would be like, what is this? Like, and then it was, and then there was no noise at all for washing hands or flushing or even oh, a, a hand dryer. I was like, nothing. <laughs> but it was so really. So really, it's not your fault because you know. Anybody else would have thought the same thing. <laughs> no, but these guys actually had discussed that first we'll go to washroom. But I was because I was uh, occupied. Oh, that I didn't you were even like in La La Land. Ah, okay, I got. So you. everyone knew that they are in a washroom, but I didn't know that. Because you were you were you, were, you zoned out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So if you could get your vision back, what would hmm. be like the first thing you would do? Um, I'm I'm going fascinated by automobiles, especially the two wheelers. So, you know, one thing I want to do is drive independently. That is something which I miss a lot. Not because um, I am not independent enough to go somewhere. Public transport is anything but a problem in, uh, say, Mumbai. You get public transport almost 24-7 available, be it Uber, be it uh, rickshaw or anything. So that's not a concern. Mobility is never a concern. But... The concern is, you know, the passion. So that day when we were cycling at night, there were a few Ducatis and stuff, which was a zoop, zoop, just passing by. From oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I told my guy, uh, my pilot, I was like, bro, this is something which I want to do ever in my life. So it's more, it's not, it's not out of transportation purposes. It's just more out of feeling and, and yes. the sensation. Yeah, definitely. I can, I can see that. I mean, I'm a car guy, so totally, uh, I love all that. Yeah. From normal bikes to those big, big race bikes, I, Mm -hmm. I, you know, and then he's like, I promise you next time, uh, you know, I'll, I'll borrow one friend's bike and I'll, I'll make you tour the entire Mumbai coastal region. I was like, okay. Done. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. So social distancing and everything. So right, everyone's yeah. just chilling at home. But that'd be a, that would be fun. No. Plus like we, we, you can really enjoy it. You know, and I mean, with the way our, yes. you know, our ears are more sensitive. So we, we, yes. we soak in all that sound. And the, Even the, when the vehicle on, on high speed, when the vehicle makes a different kind of a sound, I mm-hmm. like that. And of course the air and everything, leaving you know, things smell, pass behind. Just everything just, smell. You're, yeah, you're taking, yes. yep, taking everything in. Uh, I like it. So Totally. I, That'd be fun. I so I can see that. Totally. I know some people answer it differently. Some people it's yeah, driving. Some people it's been some some people literally told me they would change nothing because they feel they've done so much. Uh being would say, visually impaired or blind know, that they're like they're good. <laughs> I would say although I have no regrets, I have completely comfortable with this lifestyle, but uh, if I get that back, there's no harm in it. I oh mean, yeah, right. Something good. Do you feel RP in a way has made you more driven to do things like in a way it's a good thing like not saying it's a good thing to be going blind but i, f- I find a lot of people say that like they might not be where they are if not i would say to an extent yes because uh, especially when it comes to uh, the professional level a lot of things are done because of like no one likes the second best you have to bring the best out of uh, yourself while uh, in studies or at work 
So in that case, RP has pushed me quite a lot. It's like the best business school, then the best course, the best profile. You have to improve yourself day by day. So yeah, because I would think if you like, I mean, as a regular person with eyesight and all that stuff, it's all well and good. But for now, you're now they're not going to hire a visually impaired or blind guys because they're automatically going to assume that you're not going to be as good as somebody who has sight. So you really yes. have to really dial it up yes you know, to really yes. show that no 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 i can do this <laughs> you have to do that and uh, you know um there are a lot of accessibility issues and stuff and this and that and then people have their own mindset related issues which is very difficult to actually overcome so yeah i mean that's a difficult thing but uh, so far it's going okay now with a couple of professional degrees I would say it's not as difficult as it looked at one juncture, but mm-hmm. I would say I'm still learning. Nothing stops. Yeah, I think. So I think there's always a bright thing about having, uh, you know, being uh, visually impaired or being blind. Yes. You know, like yeah, it does. Like you said, you push, should... it does push us. Yes, I would say you should own yourself completely. You know, acceptance is the first thing you should have because, you know, if you accept yourself, you have to love yourself because you have to be the most important person in your own life. Yep, so it all starts with us. So it's there, yeah. Because you get only one life to live and it completely depends on you uh, how you want to live it. You can, you can, Focus on uh, getting the maximum out of your condition, how much you can push yourself, make things uh, happen, or just, you know, sit in the corner, oh, I'm, I'm a poor blind chap, I can't do this, I can't oh, do yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I can't do it, yep, be all negative, and just, yep, that's what I always say about, like, I'm always, I always make fun of things, and, I always uh, make jokes. Lot of, so, I use an Android, and uh, in India, I tease quite a lot of blind people that you iPhone users are nev- never good with technology, <laughs> although the, that's more like a stereotype, but I do tease them quite a lot that you people, are, uh, you find an easier way, so you're not good with technology. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, well, that's me. I, I've, used, I've used both, and I, that's what I said. I said, to me, I think iPhones tend to be, I think for everybody, it's overall way more user-friendly. But if you're somebody who's tech, if if you're somebody who's like really techie or, you know, and stuff like that, totally Android's like, you know, more for you. If you want, iPhone doesn't work for me. So, uh, because I find my mom, my mom, my mom works way better with an iPhone. She tried an Android when she, because she has probably almost no sight now as well. And, uh, and I got her an iPhone and she's like, she loves it. So I think it all, I think it depends where, yeah, you're tech, if you're really techie, you could, Android's rock. Yes, so, uh, you know, I tell them, and uh, a lot of people write a lot of things like, this is not accessible, that is not accessible. It's like, you know, yeah, it had a couple of unlabeled buttons, but I could do my thing, so I didn't even feel not accessible. So I, most of the times, even when it comes to JAWS, I would use something like a virtual cursor on and off, JAWS cursor, this, that, but I would get the thing done. This is like, okay. How the hell did you do that? I was like, you know, this, this, this. My mom, uh, I was like, I agree now. with you. I agree with you that it should be accessible for an average user. So from that perspective, oh, right. it is inaccessible. But, uh, you know, I generally don't complain uh, about accessibility unless or until the application is completely unusable. 
I oh, sooner right. or later found out my find out my way to do it. Yeah, I think like I said, if you're going if you're going by the average, I mean, I think most visually impaired or blind people use iPhones. If you're going by just an average yes, user, even India is like that. It's uh, but if yeah, but if you're somebody like yourself, you like to step it up and you and you you know you're to the tech stuff. Like I got friends. Even if they have to spend their months of salary, they will buy an iPhone. I was like, what is this man? <laughs> I've gone both. At least I can at least say that I've used both like a long mm-hmm. time. Like I, I had an Android for a while. I had a, um, I had HTC. I had two HTCs, yes. and uh, I I enjoyed them, but um, after a while, it was just like I don't use. There's so much about this phone that probably it does. That I just it it is not it wasn't important for me I guess so, mm-hmm. but I I can I was like I, 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 oh yeah totally, plus I mean like I find iPhones more are the accessibility features are built into the operating system which make it a little more and a little easier for people to use things, uh, so it was it goes back and forth, but mm-hmm. I remember when I switched back over I was like. I'm like, do I want to switch back over iPhone? So I, I would say us. if you if you compare NVDA and JAWS and if you compare iPhone and Android, probably it would be the yeah. same. The iPhone okay. would be JAWS and Android would be NVDA. JAWS actually, JAWS actually modifies the screen layout quite a lot in order to make it suitable for someone who's blind to operate it efficiently, especially on web pages. Oh, okay. NVDA generally doesn't do that. Same with Android. My, my, no, you will hardly is... find customized talkback specific gestures to do things. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think there's a free one that my mom uses. Uh, screen reader for... What's it called? Popular. She uses... Which one? No, nah, for, for, for her computer, she uses... Because used, she used to use JAWS. NVDA is the free one. That might be... Is that the one maybe she, she, I have to ask her again. I keep forgetting because I've helped her with it. Um, I've had to reinstall it for or whatever a couple of times. Uh, I remember, I remember MVDBA, but I don't know if it's. Uh, there's another one. It's like one word. I have to ask my mom again what she was using. Uh, but yeah, no, I knew I grew up a lot with Jaws. I've heard that voice a million, okay, a million times growing. Jaws growing for up. Windows is ready. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. At yeah, times yeah, I do yeah, mimic. Really at times I do imitate people. So <laughs> I have you heard uh, the typical. English US male, uh, female voice of uh, any Android device? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Okay, so um, give me next five seconds. <clears throat> Messaging. Showing items 31 to 31 of 31. Clack. Phone. Facebook. Messenger. So that's how it generally speaks. <laughs> Wait, so is that you or the phone? <laughs> the phone actually speaks this way. I just mimic the, the sound. Oh, and good. and uh, when it comes to iPhone, uh, I guess people use Daniel quite a lot in India. So uh, it says like, AJ, call, button, message, button. Contacts, showing others, study one, call, button, characters, words, lines. <laughs> so, <laughs> I search that minutes. My mom, when you click on something, it says land, land. Yeah. Like we try, I forgot that. I'm like, what does she say? Like, when you, like, a, like a blank this, spot or something. And, 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 this, and this Windows XP narrator, foreground window, 
Microsoft Nairor. It's okay. <laughs> check box. That's all know. Yeah. Or check. Check box. Check. Space. Yeah. Blank. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I go to all the time help my mom. I always had to help my mom set up jobs and all that stuff. So, yeah. I always remember it. She always be like, I can't say. Well, the one she has now is good. She likes the voice now. Like I said, I can't remember what it's called, but I it's, it's not bad. The one she has now. Yeah, um, I mean, but yeah, uh, she was using Jaws. The one she was using Jaws, she couldn't stand it. I remember she couldn't stand it. You have uh, those uh, other synthesizers as well. So in NVIDIA, you have vocalizer add-ins. So, you know, it makes the job quite easier. And even Windows 10 default voices are quite, they're quite good to listen to now. Quite pleasant. That's hilarious. So there's a fun question because I always I'm still trying to see if there's other people like myself. Um, when you dream now, since you've mm-hmm. had pretty low vision pretty much all your life, uh, what what are your dreams? Are you are you sighted in your dreams? Or are you um, blind in your dreams? Or you... I would say even now I'm not completely blind. Uh, uh, I mean completely blind as in I have no functional or I would say usable vision as such, but. Uh, Clinically, I can still see light and few shadows. So when I have my dreams, I am by and large the same there. Uh, you know, uh, earlier I did used to have the dreams of driving a car or something, but those were quite long ago, uh, say in my childhood when I could see the roads better. Now I am mostly the same uh, in my dreams, the way I am in my real life. I generally don't find it uh, completely varied as such. Oh, okay. It's the same uh, eye condition most times. Yeah, because me, I found that, like, for the most part, I've always had my norm- my dreams are always normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, as of, like, I might say past couple years, sometimes I, I'll have dreams where, like, I'm driving a car, and I'm like, I know, I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be driving. I don't see well. Or, you're like, I, I'm more aware of it. Same here, same here, same here. Yeah, like it's like the, the my, my those, vision may not be that bad. Yeah, honestly. but yeah. those dreams have reduced quite a lot now. I used to have those dreams like around 10, 12 years earlier. Now that's not the case. Right. Maybe it is. I'm like, now I'm thinking, now you got me thinking, I'm like, maybe it is NVDA, but that's maybe, that might be the one that my mom uses. It has to be, maybe, because it's only a free one. <laughs> okay but yeah so that's a oh i wanted to ask you also though do you take have you taken anything to slow down your progression like uh, i would say that i would say kind of the maximum damage is already done so uh in my childhood my parents did give me quite a lot of uh, natural uh, like uh, India, India has a rich history of Ayurveda and stuff. So they had they had given me quite a lot of Ayurvedic medicines, but they didn't work okay. as such. So mm-hmm. and I don't believe in many supplements as such. Even when I'm running or say, cycling, I prefer natural foods rather than supplements. So <laughs> even say on the RP Facebook group, if someone asks if this supplement slows down, if that supplement slows down, I was like, it's better to stay away because you never know what side effects it brings. So, I mean, I'm, I've been good. I've been uh, I've been taking vitamin A since I was like eight. That's about eighteen or so, about twenty years. I and I'm used still to good. Have it and, and, earlier. I used to have mm-hmm. it earlier, and then I had like three, four times. Then fifth time, I threw up, and then 
couple of times my parents tried to administer the uh, the doses and i threw up each time so then they leave they left it. yeah you're right though i think it all depends on the type of one it also depends on the mutation exactly. that you have or like what's yeah. causing your rp so it might not work anyway for you some people yeah some people works and some people doesn't so i mean i find in my condition the way mine is yeah it's from i uh from a standpoint of like i still like my usable vision is like 2025 so mm. i mean yes it's i have a, it's still tunnel yes, vision well, yes. uh, but yeah i feel like and when i went to the eye doctor recently and she wasn't like a specialist but she showed me my uh eyes and she's like you know judging by you know looking at that she's like your eyes look better than most you know at, you know of my age and stuff with rp she's like so she's like maybe maybe the vitamin a is probably working Mm, and as the, as they say it, it 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 it's not like proven that it works in everyone's case it's it's good that oh yeah no oh yeah totally so it's tough to yeah. be like it's like anything in the world where you're like well this works for me it's like well it, it, it doesn't mean it works for everybody it's I like fitness not, every, not everything it. works for everybody <laughs> yes <laughs> like the you know like uh you know diets and things like that like they all exist and and Maybe I don't personally believe in diets and things like that, but sometimes they work for Same some. Here. They might work for you know some other people, you know. And you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm glad it worked for you, but yeah, it's not. I would be quite skeptical to try any new things, especially a supplement. Yeah, I don't mind supplements. I mean, that's I'm big into fitness and I do all that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm into like the, you know the whey protein and taking all that. Yeah, stuff, I so. see you do running and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on seeing yeah, your Facebook very pictures. Active, yeah. Ah, thank you. But yeah, no, I, I I think I think my view anyway on on that stuff is just I feel sometimes you're you know it's hard to intake all the nutrients that you need in one day. Exactly. So that's what supplements are good for. I think if you're doing it that way, but yeah, I think there are people out there, obviously that, you know, there's garbage supplements out there and things like that. And you don't know what, you know, I think you definitely have to be weary of, you know, yes. what you're uh, putting into your body and stuff like that. So, yes. You know, if, yep. I, I totally agree with that. But uh, I just want to, I want to thank you for taking your time out again. Uh, I really appreciate oh, it. And I learned a thanks lot. Thanks a lot too, for so. you. Know, <laughs> uh, finally, our scheduled match and you we know we it. could talk. We have been <laughs> trying to do it since very long. Yeah. So I. So awesome. what do you so, generally uh, do, Mike? What do I generally do? What? Uh, generally, like you know, uh, you work for, or oh, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Nice. And, very uh, nice. I was because uh, I was working. I was a graphic designer or graphic artist um, up until 2015. So I did that for like 10 years. Okay. So obviously I could get to a point where I can still do it, but uh, working in the office became extremely uh, dangerous for me. Okay. And I was really the only person there that, you know, had that condition. So mm. and they wouldn't let me work. They wouldn't let me work from home. Um, so basically it was like I they volunteered. They, they offered to basically essentially you know lay me off so i could collect unemployment <laughs> until uh i i got disability and all that yeah so but no i used to actually have a, a lot of india friends because we used to we outsourced to india so i actually had to talk to um a few um uh, through chat and stuff like that if, so uh, they would help me with it. anyone with blindness used... you know from india uh no but these are people i'm saying when i was doing uh, we worked in uh, like uh, printing, like uh, promotional products and stuff like that, like bags yes, yeah. and you know, pens Which company? and all that stuff. Uh, 
uh, what company was it out there in India? Um, uh, it's been so long now since I've been out of work. Now I, I used to know. And I'm like, uh, if you if you remember like, the city oh, yeah. also. Oh, it's a, oh yeah, it's in the more it's the where's the where's like one of the poorer sections. There are quite a lot of poorer like, sections. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll remember if you say it. I'll remember. It's one of the more. Po- I've heard the name, and I'm like, um, not first letter maybe. No, because no, remember North India, like, South I, India, East India, West India, Central. Because I have two friends that are India from India, and they actually have a like essentially a mansion out in India. They're more on like Mumbai or where's that? What's a what's the what's the is that that might be where the where's like the really that's the expensive area, right? Yeah, Mumbai is expensive, very expensive, but uh, it's like where, when it comes to uh, you, you will see a very big contrast. You'll see ultra rich and ultra poor both in that city. My friends have yeah they they still have a house out or you know out there and the, not there but maybe it's another place where like the expensive the nice area of India and then I know but the one the company that we dealt with was they were I remember he would tell me that um they were more in like a like a poorer section okay somewhere in say Bihar. I don't know. Or, I have to look at them. I'm, I think I'm still friends with some of them on my Facebook. Actually, <laughs> I might be. Uh, Aru, I think Arush, and then um, I, forget, I think Arush was one, and then uh, I forget the other one's name. Really nice guys, though. So we uh, we kind of developed a little bit of a friend and a friendship in a way because you know, I always had to contact them so they help me with um with orders. They would handle you know they would recreate artwork for me and and uh, certain other things. But no, nice, uh, nice. I definitely nice. I definitely got acquainted with a. Uh, 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 India quite often through that, yeah. That's nice. And now, where do you stay in the U.S.? I'm on the East Coast. I'm over in Connecticut. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice, nice. So, how many kids generally? Like, you know, I have one kid. He got one kid. He's uh, oh, seven okay. years old. About to turn eight. Nice. And, um, yes. May. So, definitely that that jobs that job keeps you busy quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, I mean, you know, taking care of the house and I still, I try to do, you know, what I can do. I still, you know, I attempted to mow a lawn, so I mowed my own lawn still. And, uh, although it's extremely difficult, but, uh, but, I, but I managed it. So you still, you know, you miss spots and things like that. Cause you know, you know, yes. Works. Uh, yes. Yes. But some days it's very good there. some days it's not so good so yeah oh yeah that's another thing i try to tell people but yeah sometimes i'll have a good vision a good rp day and then you have a <laughs> bad rp day yes where you're walking into everything and everything's in your way and yeah extremely frustrated and but then there's days where like you couldn't tell that i was going blind <laughs> agreed agreed um, definitely yeah yeah so, so that's yeah. Nice. it's awesome though man. So, so i really appreciate you taking the time out man and, uh, yes same here I, I enjoyed uh, your impersonations too definitely <laughs> and uh, be in touch do you know look forward to meet you if you plan any time to visit India although I know that it Come won't on. be very soon because of the we'll conditions will be very soon but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if you know what if uh, my friends Vic or Vensi ever uh, are traveling back to uh, India and because and, they have mentioned uh, well, you know I I, I'm definitely uh, available. I'm, I'm allowed to stay there. So, yeah, very nice. Yes. Go, so. Yes. Please come. Uh, I'll make you roam around <laughs> places. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And have a nice oh, time. Man. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I hope you have, what was it? It's nighttime right now where you are. So, 
Um, yes. Hope you have a great night. <laughs> and, cool. Uh, just be safe. Yes, you too. And, uh, you know, be in touch. Thanks a ton for connecting. You're welcome. Take care. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.